You're shorty, right? Yep. Hello, everybody. Right. Welcome again. Another edition of Top of the Table. Brian Bentley from Dallas. Mark Villa coming from his car in a parking lot in L.A. Hi, everybody. Mark is actually working tonight. Yeah, right now. I'm on my lunch uh, break. What, do you, what show do you work on for the three people that haven't noticed? I'm working on X Factor. Nice. Are you performing on X Factor? Uh, only behind the yes. scenes where you can't see you me. You got the job. Exactly. Um, so I have eight different pairs of knee pads. Oh, because you do carpentry. Yes. Oh, I felt yes. That. I'm with you. Uh, yes. Hey, Mark, anything big happen over the weekend in L.A. that we might talk about today? Uh, you know, there was a soccer game, and uh, I think the Galaxy won convincingly. And, uh, yeah, MLS Cup champions back-to-back, baby. Convincingly. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, can I play devil's advocate and say when Kalen Carr goes out, the, the uh, momentum really shifted in the Galaxy's favor? The mo- momentum was already shifting, but yes, it absolutely did. I think, I think that, uh, that injury was, the, uh, was the, uh, for me, the turning point in the game. I thought. Well, that's fine. I mean, you can say that, and that's great, and there's some validity to it. But you know what? Last year, well, we didn't have Pratt Davis. Oh, oh, I have sand in my vagina. You know what? It happens. People get injured. I appreciate that South Park reference. You know, I'm not. I mean, I know, I'm happens. not. I'm not discrediting the way that they played. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it, and that they didn't. They didn't. Uh, they didn't play a good game. I, you know, people can say that, oh, you went off penalties. Yeah, you know, maybe so. But they were deserved penalties brought on by relentless pushing. But if uh, Landon Donovan converts in the 13th minute, then there's, that's really not even a discussion. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've got nothing but disdain for that missed goal. That would have been a total game changer in every way, shape, yep. and form. And it was a great ball by Keane, by the way. Amazing ball by Keane. You know, I'm still trying to figure out why Tally Hall was fighting his yellow card penalty on Robbie Keane. I mean, he had his arm wrapped around Keane's thigh and brought him down. You know, um, I, I still don't understand why this, why Keane's second goal was disallowed. The first one, yeah, he was offside. The second one, I don't understand what the foul was, considering that Boswell grabbed Omar's arm and wrapped it around himself to make it look like a foul. Nine times out of ten, that's not called a foul. This time it was. Oh, well. Hmm. We got two more. And we have four stars. And four cups. Uh, what do we got going down here? And as I told all of you all season long, it's a long season. Anything can happen. That is that is true. If you uh, if you are a regular follower or new to the show or uh, doing communities doing Jeff. community service and being forced to listen to this, uh, there yeah. was a show early in the season, and that was how we started every show: is asking Mark when he was going to jump off the ledge. Yeah, I mean ESPN hammered the point home. We were three eight and two. 13 games into the season. But I thought Tommy Smith had a good quote the other day. He said, when the number eight team beats the number nine team, is that really a big deal? 
when the number eight team beats the number one team handily, that's a big deal. When the number nine team beats the number two team, that's a big deal. I mean, you, you can't discredit either team for making amazing playoff I'm runs. I'm not especially discrediting Houston. anybody at all. No, I, no, I, no. I'm a huge Dom saying, Kinnear fan, and I he always gets the right, I mean, the right thing out of his team in the playoffs. you got to give all props to Houston, man. They made an amazing playoff run. They really did. You know, they had a bit of a hodgepodge season, you know, but in the end, they had an amazing playoff run. I'm glad we ended it. But they did have an amazing playoff run. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with that. Hold on a sec. It's all good. You okay? I don't know. Your car. Uh, we'll see. What's wrong? Uh, leaking oil, and I'm getting a little bit of white smoke, so I got to take it to the garage. It's a new car, isn't it? Seven years old. It's a Honda. I know. Made in fucking China. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chevys and Harleys leak oil, and they keep. Oh, running. Mark, yeah, not even muting his microphone. Yep. Uh, you too, Freddie. I'll see you tomorrow, brother. All right. You too, man. Bye. Sorry no, about that's, that. That's all Bye. right. It was. It was. Uh... What? One of my bosses asking what's wrong oh, with my no, car. We heard everything. It was awesome. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, Houston had an amazing playoff run. You know, uh, the Galaxy. Like I said, you know, we remember when we ended San Jose's season. Yeah, I do too. Goonies never say die because they're too busy choking. Um. You know, it, it was it was a it was, it was a wonderful game. I thought, you know, if Donovan converts that goal, we have a whole different game to start with, and penalties don't matter. Kalen Carr's goal doesn't matter, and we're going. So, uh, you know, but who if, knows? If some we'll butts see. are candy and nuts, I know all that. So let's yeah. get to the real important stuff: uh, the okay. parties and the social events that you attended. Yes, I went to the Bumpy Pitch Party, rocking my LBF gear, and a brand new pair of skinny trousers, and a gray cable knit cardigan that looked rather good on me. Right. Yeah. Uh, met some people, met the guys from Howler, met the guys from Galazzo, met Kim Tate from Kim Tate Sports, sat next to Jabba the Hutt, otherwise known as Ivis. Um, yeah. Had some drinks with our good friend, Mr. Robert Jonas, who was pleasant and lovely as we ever. We love the good professor. And, uh, you know, sat down with Mr. Davis, sat down with Mr. Dubois, Mr. Guessman. Had good conversations, met a lot of good people, had a lot of fun. Drummed up some interest for our show, and we'll see what happens. So we might have four listeners? We might have four or, or five now, yes. The guys from Howler seemed interested. That's amazing. So that could be a good thing. Well, I can tell you, we are certainly uh, more than interested in their magazine. So, Absolutely. I love it. If the fact that, in, fact, if they, George, if, in fact, George was running around handing out copies the other oh, night. Oh, I hate you for that. Let's, uh, let's, let's. I got my smoke machine from the condensation. I think that's interesting. Well, so, talking about serious white smoke. Yeah, no. Sorry, go ahead. Right. Mark, Mark is having the difficulty with his Honda Element. He, he yeah, himself is not leaking oil or white smoke, for those of you wondering. Yeah, my Honda Element is called Corky, and Corky's not being well today. Corky's under Mark the weather. Very, Mark was very despondent before we came on the air. Yeah. Um, what, what else did you see? What was the, what was the vibe in L.A.? What was the, what, what was the thing? 
the vibe in LA was a quiet reservedness. I think everyone knew we were going to pull it out, but there's always that, you know, what if factor. And uh, I think everyone was kind of in a bit of denial, although it was completely obvious. Everyone was in denial about Beckham leaving. No one really wants him to leave, you know? We're, we're grateful for what he's done, and we'd like to have him for yeah, a while. I agree with that. You know, he is he has definitely been a talisman the last few years. He's been just a really great presence on and off the field around town. It's been wonder, it's been remarkable to have him. So that combined with the uncertainty of of Landon Donovan, combined with the oh god, who's going to come snatch up Omar Gonzalez from us and, and decimate our backline again? Uh, um, you know, there there is a bit of reservedness to us. But Saturday night was a great party night. Everyone seemed to have a really great time. Uh, you know, some of the pictures coming out now are just amazing to see. I love the one of Beckham with his three boys around the cup. That was just beautiful. Uh, it was really, it was just a really great day all in all. The weather held out. It only sprinkled for about five minutes of the game. That was it. And it was just a really wonderful, remarkable day. Props to the Texan Army for coming out in force and really holding their own. They really added to the atmosphere of the game. AC Brigade was in full force, and honestly, for the first time this year, the Riot Squad actually made themselves heard, which hasn't happened a lot this season, so I was glad to see that. Uh, all in all, it was, a, it was a great outing and a great match. I think everybody walked away happy with the level of play because it was a lot of back and forth. There were a lot of counters. There was some really great defending, and it was a uh, great match. I thought the, uh, I thought the first uh, I thought the first few minutes were rather sloppy, but uh, I like the way the game settled in. I like the way um, I thought Beckham just put a couple of balls on a dime. Yeah, he really phenomenal. did. I'm, and, you know, I was, I'm really kind of wondering about Christian Wilhelmson. Uh, yeah. He that's, really, that's where the, he's really come up short the last few games. That's where the offense went to die, it seemed. Yeah. That and he seems to have hurt himself in the post-game celebrations. Yes. So that's never a good thing. It's like that kicker who slammed his head into the wall to celebrate and broke his neck. Uh, that was uh, no, that was a Redskins quarterback. Oh, it was Rippy. No, wasn't it? no, it, was the, it was the dummy after Rippin. You're thinking of Martin Gramatica, uh-huh. who jumped up in the air to celebrate a field goal and snapped his ACL when he landed. Oh, yes. is that what it was? The okay. Great Gazoo. Uh, that was the back who slammed his head into the wall and crunched his neck. It, well, yeah, it was because uh, the guy was on my fantasy team. I remember watching it happen. Um, hey, who? who uh, when did the MLS start giving away babies to the winning head coaches? I think that was his oh, grandson. Okay. I'm assuming that was his grandson. But Dude, that that'd was, be, it was that'd really be a great deal. The, I, don't know if, I don't know if they sh- saw, showed it on TV. I didn't see it, but I saw it from my seats. At one point, Beckham was just sitting there talking, like not talking to Bruce Reed, but just looking, holding the baby's face and cooing at him. In the midst of all that, Beckham takes the time to go coo at a baby. How awesome is that guy? Uh, you know. um, I want to play devil's advocate with you again because uh, it's fun to do and you're a little worked up from your car. Okay. I find it a little selfish that the week and a half uh, leading up to the game was about Beckham not coming back and Donovan not playing as opposed to team versus team and making that announcement after the game. Uh, you're absolutely right. It was a bit selfish. And if anyone deserves to be that selfish, it's David Beckham in the Galaxy. And I don't care what anybody says about that. This guy, he may not be personally responsible for it, but let's look at the stats that everyone's looking at. 
In his time in the league, we've gone from 12 teams to 19. Yes, most of those are already in the works, but they're successful. A lot of it has to do with the exposure that's been brought to the game in his time here. From four to 13 soccer-specific stadiums. Think about that. That is just amazing. Again, not necessarily his doing, but exposure has helped. The demand has grown. It is out there. Should it have been about LA versus Houston? Absolutely. It wasn't. I'm sorry. How pissed would everyone be? Even the naysayers who want to hate him but take their take his picture every time he makes a corner kick in their home stadium. How pissed off would everyone have been if after the game, oh yeah, hey, my last game, bye. We were owed that chance to pay homage to the man. The league, the naysayers, the haters, everyone was owed that opportunity to speak their mind about David Beckham. It needed to be done. So the announcement being made a week and a half early, maybe a bit much, a few days would have been nice. But you know what? I don't care. Everybody can hate away and kiss my big fat brown butt. So what do you really think? I think it was okay. I think it was fine that it happened. I just want to get your honest opinion. Yeah. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I, I tweeted it yesterday, and I only really thought about it between myself and the man cub. At, he was, my son David, who is now going to be six in a couple weeks, he was born in December, December 15th. A month later, the announcement was made that we had signed David Beckham. In July of that year, David was only seven months old. And I'm sitting there mixing bottles of formula while watching David Beckham come on the field holding my seven-month-old son. I was in tears. I'm not going to deny it. I was one of the happiest days, aside from the births of my sons and my marriage, that I can count on one hand. It was an ecstatic day for me. Fast forward these six years, and not only was it just me and David that day, but my good friend Doug Reich was there with us as well. Yesterday, or on Saturday, it was me, the man cub, the chocodile, and Doug Reich. And it was just, for me, it was great to be that Doug, myself, and my son David were there for Beckham's first game, his last game, and back-to-back championship matches at the Home Depot Center. It was just a wonderful thing. It was family at its best. It's the whole reason I bought into MLS. It's the whole reason I bought my Galaxy season tickets so that someday I could take my kids to them before I even had kids. It's what I knew I wanted to do. So it was, it, it's the growth of the game has just been phenomenal. I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to have been witness to it. It's just been an amazing thing. I could not be happier right now. And uh, this is the same uh, Mark Villa that we normally have on the show for those curious as to where that uh, emotion just came from. Very well said, sir. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it just, it's a beautiful thing to me. I cried when he walked off the field yesterday. I cried when they announced him. I pointed out to David, buddy, you were here. You don't remember it. You were this small, and I was feeding you formula, but you were here for his first game. You're here for his last game. This is a big deal. I'll remind you of this in 20 years. It was an amazing thing. I'm happy to have been a part of it. I I remember. Uh, I'll share a story as well. It's nowhere near as good or uh, sentimental as that. Um, 
I too was drawn uh, to get more uh, in, interested into the sport when I heard he was coming over. And I was sitting on uh, in Yankee Doodles, the sports bar in the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, and I watched the game versus Chelsea. I was traveling to L.A. for uh, Second City, and I ended. I walked down the street uh, to the Adidas store to grab a shirt, a Galaxy jersey. They didn't have any in stock, but they had plenty of Chelsea. So I didn't get anything. I turned around went and watched the entire game uh, there and was just like, oh, it was so awesome. I still have the, the Sports Illustrated that he was on the cover when they announced. Yeah. Um, and that was – I will I will certainly accredit all of my interest into uh, – my revived interest into soccer here lately to directly to David Beckham coming to MLS. Yeah. I mean, I've been going to games – I had my season tickets for two years before Beckham was signed. And – you know, it was really that season before Beckham came that I just absolutely fell head over heels in love with the Galaxy. And then Beckham came. And it's been the bane of my wife's existence ever since. You know? Oh, but two quick notes. Uh, everyone, please check out the new LBF Fall Winter line. It's an amazing group of grouping of a jacket, hoodie, sweatshirt, and a couple T-shirts. Please check it out. They're wonderful. And a beautiful scarf. Uh, and stand by. Home Depot Center is going to be renamed in March. It's actually already renamed. They just haven't announced oh. it yet. Oh, are you breaking? Are you yeah. breaking news? I I think everyone knows the, the contract is up uh, in 2013. Uh, the deal's already been done. It it would take the moving of mountains to renege it at this point, which still could happen. But it's a done deal. I'm I'm not bragging. I'm just fortunate enough to know a guy who does these things and did this thing. And um, it's a done deal. Do you know who? I do know who. Text me. Let me let me let me. I won't I won't read it on the air. I want, but I want to I want to see this name. You'll be disappointed as as I am. Oh. Yes. Are you sending it now? No, no. I'll send it when we're done. I gotta run back and try to get back to work. My lunch hour is almost right. over. So you. So breaking news: HDC is going to be renamed. Is it going to? Is it still going to be a center? Or is it going to be a, a field at university or what? It will be uh, a stadium. Ah. Oh. Does it have anything Which, to do with the shirt sponsor? No, absolutely not. As I not. just, as I just made the Ugh face. Yeah. No. No. Well, I don't want to put I don't want to so, put you in a bad spot and try to guess. We all know that farmers feel that future LA football team stadium exists. Yeah, it's going the way of the dodo. That is. That deal's gonna tank soon. Which one? The, the but field anyway, or the stadium? To wrap, congrats to the Houston Dynamo. Amazing, amazing playoff run. Good hard work throughout the season. Congratulations, LA Galaxy. David Beckham, I love you. I will miss you terribly. Landon Donovan, please don't go. Please. Omar, please stay home. AJ, get healthy. Christian Wilhelmson, work on your passes. <laughs> Galaxy, back-to-back MLS Cup champions. Last one to do it, surprisingly enough, Houston Dynamo. Hey, to only, uh, only two uh, of the last 12 uh, MLS finals have not involved the California or Texas team. Yeah. You know, here we and go, all, man. And all uh, and all I, the I, things that uh, all the things that people want to say about LA being a dynasty, you got to give credit to LA to Houston. Look what they've done in the seven years they've been there. They've been absolutely amazing. They really have. 
And, uh, you know, we now have four championships. Bruce Arena and Landon Donovan both have five. Uh, just, it's just an amazing weekend. I cannot be happier. I, and, w- and, and United held off a, a surging Reading, if you will. <laughs> so it was a great weekend for me. And the Broncos won the AFC West Championship. Hey, uh, so. can, I, can we do uh, two, two things real quick? I mean, su- like super sure. quick? Super Absolutely. Uh, Danny Califf, Julian de Guzman, uh, Chicago's Galanzo Cigares, and Colorado's Marvell Wynn are among some of the more prominent players among the 63 whose contracts either lapsed or were not picked up by their club. Absolutely. A Spindola and Olave at New York. That was the next thing I was going to say. Uh, we'll, we'll cover this more on Sunday in depth. Uh, two things I want to ask you. The silly season with uh, RSL's um, dump. What do you think about that? And Kenny Cooper being shopped to the entire Western Conference. It, this is the time, man. I think New York is entering their Sybil phase, and we'll see what happens. I don't think they. I think they're entering their Man City phase. They have no clear direction except to win. And they don't really know how to do that yet. Do you think? I think. I think they're stockpiling players, and they'll sort it out later. Uh, there's going to be a lot of moves. Everyone is looking. Uh, to to figure it out. Everyone wants to dethrone L.A. as it were. Everyone wants to be the team next year. So everyone's going to be making huge moves. I know a good... Uh, uh, right now, I have inside information that a Galaxy player, a very loved, absolutely adored by the fans player from the Galaxy, who has gotten very minimal playtime in his position of choice in his entire career with the Galaxy, who played defender a few games this year, yeah, uh, he's he's looking he's looking to move. Lots of people are looking to move. Uh, it's going to be an interesting off season. The next month or two is going to be really crazy. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and then we're going to talk about that more Sunday because we'll have a, a longer list of deals we can we can talk about and have a little more organization. And I want to talk about this on Sunday. Uh, U.S. Soccer announcing a women's professional league, eight teams. Yes. Give us quick thoughts. Yes. We'll cover to get we'll cover deeper on Sunday. But I want to get your your quick reaction. Absolutely amazing. Happy it's happening. Very pissed off there's not a team in L.A. But you know what? It's eight teams. It's eight more than we, than we had. It's eight more than we have right now, and we need that. Women's soccer is important. It's important for the young girls of this country to have that, uh, to build their self-esteem, to raise their self-awareness, to learn those team-building skills, and to have that outlet, man. It's important for the daughters of this country to have female role models in athletics to look up to. WNBA is great, don't get me wrong. But to have even more, how wonderful is that? It's what is needed in this country. We definitely need it. It should be there. I'm glad it's happening. Awesome. Plus, soccer chicks are hot <laughs> as hell. Now now we get to the real root of it. That was what I was, what I was expecting. Yeah. All right, go back to work. Take care of your car. We'll see you Sunday. All right, everybody go buy LBF, You're a good please. man. Get out of here. Bye. All right, love you Bye. guys. Take Mark care. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.